Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili. We're back again, I guess. Why do I say that? Because we're back every week. But still, whatever. We're back. We're here. We're, we've got gaming news, I guess. Such exciting gaming news this week. Yay. Gary. Yes. How are you? Um, I'm okay. I'm trying to find out why my TV doesn't want to update itself. Oh, you haven't and defeated it's... the TV yet infuriating me i finally got through on samsung's website and found out how to find my tv through the model number which okay. is a pain in the ass um so now i'm manually downloading the update and hopefully it'll allow me to update my tv finally well hopefully we'll find out updates as we go through this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah gary update hopefully. tv cab i mean it's Not a 1.2 gigabyte update ah you might get downloaded <laughs> by the time we finished <laughs> so ridiculous man uh, man that's huge for a tv i'm sorry but wow right right i'm i just i i miss i miss tvs not being fucking computers <laughs> i mean what i'm hoping for that 1.2 gigabyte download you actually include some video game like it, they're sneaking an emulated version of tomb raider oh please <laughs> you gotta give me freaking candy crush <laughs> well, at 1.2 gigabytes, this must be 4K Candy Crush. Apparently, my TV is 4K, <laughs> but yet I've never seen a single option that tells me to turn on 4K on my TV. Unless it does it automatically somehow that I don't know about. Well, maybe that's what this 1.2 gigabyte update is. 4K firmware. I guess. <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out. Anyway. Maybe I just need a new TV. Oh, I need a new TV. Well, I, I don't, mine's okay, but I've had it for like eight years. So I kind of want a new one soon because of that. I, I want a 4K TV with all the all the, all the the stuff, like the, the, the fast hertzes and the, the, but the smooth it's, it's thingies. So useless, man. Unless your TV is like 60 inches, you're never going to see the difference, man. I mean, my TV is 55 inches, so that need to be a little bit bigger than what I've got right now. Yeah, so you got to get five more. Yeah, I just needed five more inches. Yeah, just pump it up, man. Just pump it up. Anyway, hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. Uh, How's your week been? My week's been good. Work's been good. Um, They hired new workers, so less stress on me. Um, I've been having some issues with my speakers. That's my speakers to my TV. Turning them off and on again. Uh, yes, that I have. But <laughs> there's, there's obviously the speakers had to go, so I end up buying new speakers. I end up buying a 4K receiver, and because of that, now I hear no distortion, no latency. Everything is just perfect. So good, That's good awesome. investment. Yeah, and I got everything around. Like four hundred fifty bucks, which That's was surprising because, yeah, you know, surround system and stuff like that usually cost like eight hundred and up. So, yeah, to see it at that, and it was discounted. So, yeah, I saved about like three fifty. So, yeah, good investment. That's good. I live in a flat, so I'd be very. I don't know. I, I always wear headphones because I get nervous that there's there's gets because I stay up really late. So. I know the walls mm-hmm. are supposed to be soundproof, but I still get way too nervous if I ever make any sort of sound after like eleven o'clock at night, just in case. 
I mean, I've been here for five years and I had problems, but you never know when someone decides to move in and yeah, yeah, a tiny bit of sound. Oh, ah! no, he's giving me up. Anyway, um, I can't believe I'm getting to say this. It's been, I don't know if you've been on yet before, actually, but I'm really happy to be able to <laughs> announce um, uh. Ernest onto the show. Is, is this the first time you've been on? If so, I'm sorry. No, it, it's not the first time, but it's been, <laughs> it's I would been say, probably, yeah, probably well over a year, <laughs> I think. Uh, at uh, least two, I'd say. It's been at least two years. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe three. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But it's it's good to be on. Uh, it'll be nice to talk about some video games with you guys, so. Excited yeah. to get to we it. You, Ernest. I missed you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, how, miss you how has uh, building the Gundams been in Japan? <laughs> it's it's tough work, you know. <laughs> they, they don't tell you how difficult it is and and how heavy and complicated, you know. This, those are no easy instructions. It's not IKEA furniture. I'll tell it's you. Like that. It's like it's science or something. <laughs> have trouble with some of the stuff from ikea <laughs> you know every time i see like giant robots and stuff i think only one source material has ever um really made it seem realistic Final Fantasy how... 14, where you can download the free trial and play up to end of heaven's world man. <laughs> no, how the maintenance would work on those and where the main problems will be and that's xenogears from the ps1 age where every time you would play that game and you have mech oh, combat, man. like after that, like the mech's like knee joints would always be messed up and they have to be repaired. I would imagine that would be something that would oh, happen yeah. with yeah. mechs <laughs> all the time. No, like Gundam, Gundam's never mm. done it. Like, I know I'm joking. It's like always but, uh, knee, knee joints. I know I'm joking. I joked about Fantasy 14, but you do know that there's a mech fight. And their excuse for the fact that there was no more fights after that until the next patch was the fact that they had to take it back for maintenance. Exactly. So, you and go. you could go sit on his shoulders as well, which is adorable. I love, I love, I go like, um, it's a reference to, um, a gun, I can't remember which Gundam it was now, um, but one of Yoshi P's friends who was a huge fan, who played the Dad of Light from the Netflix show, who passed away a couple oh. of years ago. Um, it was a reference to some of the shows that they used to like together. So they made the um, both um, the the Gundam that they used and the newer one based on that show. So um, cool, yeah. But no, I, enough Fantasy fourteen. I have my own f podcast for that. But Ernest, how you've been? Okay, what you been up to? I mean, uh, not not a whole lot. Just you know. Staying inside a lot, um, playing video games, watching stuff. So nothing yeah. too out of the ordinary. What games have you been playing? I know we don't know uh, the answer, but it's been so long. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, uh, I stay stay up to date with some of the, the multiplayer stuff. So I do play Fortnite because I'm 12. I'm 12. Um, <laughs> Look, I downloaded and... Fortnite just to buy Alloy. <laughs> i haven't i haven't bought alloy yet so i gotta do that i keep forgetting um and some call of duty um some other stuff yeah nice warzone and stuff yeah yeah just you know it's good uh good way to keep in touch with some people 
That's awesome. Have you, so have you played the new Call of Duty Cold War? Yeah, I play. I play Cold War. Uh, probably more than I play Warzone actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I did like the, the traditional for, multiplayer. The traditional multiplayer, yeah. And I did the review right. for PSU. Um, and I, I dig it, though. I I do find that there are issues, and it is it is glitchy. Like even still, <laughs> I run into glitches, and it's pretty embarrassing and honestly kind of unacceptable for some for a game that is probably going to be you know is like the best selling every year and whatnot so it's a little yeah, well i i'm i'm a campaign only fan of call of duty <laughs> okay gotcha. and i've been wanting to to buy cold war just for the campaign but i don't know Campaign's it's not be. bad it's it's all right um i think it's one of the better ones in recent years uh very very reminiscent of the original black ops campaign Ooh, the original that campaign was great that was my favorite that was a great yeah no that was a pretty great campaign yeah okay that sounds like good that sounds good um everyone knows what i do i play fantasy 14 blah 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 words Um, but you know what? Yeah, we might as well stick on multiplayer esport-based video games right now because we've got some news that Farming Simulator 22 will be playing fields on PS5 and PS4 in quarter four 2021. Oh Is anyone else incredible? Wait, wait a second. It's using the Giant Engine 9 and it's going to be on the PS5, PS4, PC, Xbox X and Xbox Series S and Xbox One in quarter four 2021. Anyone else super? It'll have 400 vehicles. Anyone very hyped for this esports title that is Farming Simulator 22? I know we're joking, but it really is an esports title. So um... I know it is. Like honestly, <laughs> I want to watch exactly how this esports competition yeah, I... works for Farming Simulator. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. never watched any of it, so I yeah. Uh... They need I, to televise uh, this because I want to see it because that's the last game I ever expected to be <laughs> any sort of esports game. Um, I didn't even know there were four hundred different vehicles to form with in the real world. So, I mean, they'd be all different brands, wouldn't it? So you'd have oh, like, okay, you probably have like <laughs> different one tractor that's like fifty different brands of tractor. I I don't know the mm-hmm. names of the brands, but I can Google it while you guys are talking. I mean, I like, just want to know, like, does the government and... <laughs> does the government come and take all my crops and money and leave me for dead, like they do in the real world? <laughs> That's called the paid to... DLC. <laughs> Is the ultimate nemesis just factory farming and large farming <laughs> corporations? <laughs> uh, I still like that one. Far- I can't remember. What, it must have been farming similar eighteen or nineteen. Where you were basically Spider-Man because I could run up all the buildings in first-person mode for some reason. He would run over everything. You could jump onto anything. You could climb anything in the game. It was great. I loved. I kept getting distracted by the fact that I could climb through buildings in Farming Simulator. Uh. So yeah, Farming Simulator. It's an esports. Uh, Gary. Uh, well, you said anything else? You know, I would buy it if they had like a DLC. Based off the science movie, <laughs> crop circles and some paranormal <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> plot lines. 
Fine, what Yaki they did by Daylight can have a good crossover. Alfonso? Yeah, I'm curious to see how this works with uh, esports, but to actually play, I never played a Farmer Simulator game in my life, so yeah, I'd probably just watch it. And Ernest? Yeah, I, you know, I'm aware that it is, it's got that competitive scene, but I, I myself have never, ever, ever watched any of it, but you know, you've reminded me that, of that it exists, <laughs> and it'd be interesting to see, yeah. Man. <laughs> Okay, something that I'm excited for in a way, but I'm kind of sad that I I I. Uh, we know that House of the Dead remake was announced for the Switch, um, and there's talks of a PS5 and PS4 um, remake. Before I talk about why I'm a bit annoyed, um, Alfonso, if you want to go first, are you hyped for House of the Dead? For the remake for the Switch, yes. For PS5, PS4. Yeah, I have to see it first. I'm more for the Switch because it's mobile. I can play it anytime. That's that's why I love the Switch so much because you know handheld could go anywhere. Um, yeah. When it comes to PlayStation, I, I have to see how it runs on it. So it, that's a it's a fifty percent chance I might get it, and fifty percent I might not. So yeah. Ernest, any thoughts on House of the Dead remake coming to yeah PlayStation? So just. Just to clarify, it's just the first game, right? Yes, just the first game. If memory serves me right. Yeah, it's just the first game. Um, You know, I'm interested, and I, you know, I'm with Alfonso that I think the Switch version uh, probably, you know, catches my fancy more. You know, I think one reason for that is that the Switch already has the, you know, Joy-Con motion controls in place. So I think it can kind of emulate the light gun sort of experience that way. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. on PlayStation, you know, are they are they going to try to do move support or like, you know, PlayStation VR? I, I don't yeah. know, you know. Um, I, you know, I'm sure you could still play. Yeah, you could play House of the Dead with a controller because they, they have that option for it on past versions of it. Like back on the Dreamcast, you could play it with just the controller instead of the light gun. But that's no way to play House of the Dead. Um, I, I my favorite House of the it. Dead, yeah, <laughs> my favorite House of the Dead is number two, so I'd be more hyped if it was House of the Dead two. <laughs> but hopefully, yeah, you know, it, it'll come out, it'll be cool, and then it'll sort of do well enough that we could see House of the Dead two and maybe some future, you know, remakes and projects from, you know, that whole franchise. Or point blank. I want point blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary. I'm super excited for it. I love House of the Dead, man. Um, I still have my Sega Saturn version, <laughs> even though it doesn't have any light gun support. <laughs> um, I don't recommend ever playing those types of games with a controller and an analog stick. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Mouse and well. keyboard. <laughs> That might work, yeah, sure. I actually got, I actually got pretty good at playing House of the Two on Dreamcast with the controller. Oh, God. That's it's so weird. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm actually really excited for it. I love that franchise. Uh, it's been a long time since we got a console version. At least I know they they released some more uh, arcade ones. 
Yep. Um, that some of them we never got a chance to play here. They only came out in Japan because the arcade scene is essentially dead here in the states. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, at first, I was like the Switch only. That's kind of sucky, you know. But then I kind of realized, and like Ernest said, you know, it has the Joy Cons that you can use as literally tracking as a gun. Um, and I could see it coming out on the PS4 with the motion controls. I think the um. What the hell are the motion controls called on the PS4? The, the move controller. The move, Jeez. The move and um, navigator. They work on the PS5, right? Because yeah. the PSVR works on the PS5. Yeah, so I can I could see them doing it with those just fine. Um, but I think they're just probably going to wait until maybe PSVR 2 is officially unveiled and just announce it for that. Because I think House of the Dead in VR would be awesome. In all honesty, yeah, that's, no. that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I, uh, as much as I love the, uh, I, I like this, but I really feel like with the whole VR scene we had with the PSVR last generation, we got the PSVR two next generation. That I wish we'd got some more of these type of shooters, like uh, what, what Time Crisis, House of Dead, and I joked about mm-hmm. Point Blank, but like all of these, uh, was the one called Time Cop? Am I showing my age? Right no, that was a movie with Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> yeah, <I've seen> <laughs> I have seen Time Cop before. <laughs> yep, yep. Virtual Cop is what you're thinking. That's it. Virtual, oh, virtual Cop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 Sniper Skype. Uh, Area 51. That was another yeah. one. Then you had the Terminator yeah. game. And then you had no, like... they can even turn. They can easily turn Doom into a rail shooter as well. Like they oh, did in the movie. That would be a great setting. <laughs> That would be great. What? Why didn't we get any of these? You know. Yeah, you know, there's really a chance. Because cool. like, look, beat 'em ups are miraculously making a comeback now, and I'm really excited about. Thanks, you know, Tekken Seven. Tekken Seven is not a beat 'em up. It's a fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Streets of Rage Four, and now oh, Ninja yeah. Turtles is coming yes. back. Yes, Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, yeah. My favorite Scott show. Pilgrim came back. Mm-hmm. Beat them up so making a comeback, and I'm mm-hmm. really excited. So, hopefully, these light gun games make a comeback. Yeah, it's really surprising we didn't have more of them on PlayStation VR. I mean, yeah, I guess kind of the one I think of on PSVR that we had was the uh, the heist, was it called? That oh, I was thinking Farpoint. Oh, uh, there was Farpoint also, right? That was just the first person shooter, you move around True. and shooting. Um, I think you're t- there was the the Until Dawn spinoff one oh, yeah. that was on the carnival ride. Ah, right. Until Carnival. I, I don't know what it's called. I <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what it's called either. Horror, horror slidey thing. Um, I am <laughs> surprised by this, though, because I thought House of the Dead was owned by Sega, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah, it's a well, Sega, how, Sega how property. So. They have nothing to do with the remake. Maybe, maybe hmm. they pushed it aside to a different company to do. But they, their logo would still be on there as maybe the publisher or something. But it's I mean, nowhere have around. We, have mm. we seen anything other than... It's possible. Well, I just assumed that they own yeah. the franchise, but I guess not. Right. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, uh, it could be one of those agreement type things. Cause yeah. We didn't see... You know, we didn't see... Uh, we didn't see... Shen, uh, we, uh, for Shenmue 3, we don't really see any Sega logo. 
or, or you know markings right as far as i remember from the packaging and, and uh, all the materials and yeah stuff. like i'm looking at it, it's forever entertainment is the uh, is the publisher okay well, it, i like it it might be a similar kind of agreement that they did with shen for shenmue 3 where they just kind of i guess license it out or have some kind of you know yeah. some kind of agreement contract or something mm-hmm. i don't know some behind the scenes stuff well i'm looking yeah, at I the think website this is... And this is the same studio that's apparently said they're going to be remaking a lot of Square Enix games that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, remaking them. Oh, so. okay. They also made, remade Panzer Dragoon. Yeah. And that didn't have anything to do with Square on it, even though it was a uh, sorry Sega on it, even though it was a Sega, um, Sega product. It was that was Forever Entertainment and Megapixel Studio. So. Mm. Uh, hmm. Sega just can't be bothered and like here you go have these IPs that we're not using anyway. Konami, yeah, do that use, more. Go, Please do go that, go Konami. <laughs> yeah. hey, give, give me more typing of the dead, damn it. That was an educational game. Yeah. <laughs> typing of the dead. Everyone's favorite yeah, man. game. No, I thought it was a great game. I wanted to type pretty quick in that game. Uh, I never actually got to play it. I should have tried it. It would have helped me for when we covered E3, when I covered E3 back in the day. <laughs> uh, rip E3. Um, well, any, anyone got anything else I want to add before we go on to the next article? Okay. No, oh, I'm good. How about this, yeah. everyone? We're, we're all, we can all be Olympians soon. If we're very good at the racing, because Sony's Gran Turismo franchise has officially joined the Olympic Virtual Series. Um, the Olympic Virtual Series has selected Sony's long-time running Gran Turismo franchise. Um, the kickoff between May 30, which is not long from now, and run until the 23rd of June. Ah, oh, there's all different games here. Um, or is it just that one game? Uh, but yeah. Gran Turismo in the Olympics, kind of. The Olympic Virtual Series? Um, Gary. Do I have to talk about this? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, th- this is the kind of stuff that really upsets me. Um, okay. This, in my opinion, I'm sorry, in my opinion, video games should not be anywhere near Olympic sports at all. Um, you want to do your esports? Go do that. Um, if you're going to get a gold fucking metal like an actual gold medal <laughs> for being able to move your fingers faster than somebody else that's bullshit why don't you just go make porn a fucking olympic sport at this point do it who has the most stamina the gold medal oh, God, uh, i'm sorry but imagine the viewership imagine the money the olympics would rack in if they had porn as part of the olympic sports <laughs> They would be swi- the, they would be removing the Olympic swimming pool of water, and the water, the, the swimming pool would just be money. <laughs> they would have just, a new if, cash swimming you, Olympic support event. If you want to add racing to the Olympics, add racing to the Olympics. Don't add a virtual racing to the Olympics. That's stupid. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. Is, what is, this is the first thing. Next, they're just going to start adding Fortnite, and they're going to add. UFC <laughs> video game instead of the actual UFC fighting. Like, 
next is going to be FIFA. Oh, we don't want the players to be here because we're in Qatar and it's 130 degrees here. So they're just going to play FIFA instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's, in my opinion, this is one of the worst things yeah. ever. We're no, uh, my family got is physical, is physical yeah. sports. It's to show physical attributes and yeah. how good you are physically, mm-hmm. not this. Yeah, I I agree with Gary. As much as I love Gran Turismo, okay, it's my favorite in terms of racing series. This is pointless because you're basically doing nothing. I mean, yes, you're doing something, but what I mean by doing nothing that you're holding a controller, that's not that's not showing off your talent. Like people bust their ass for years. First of all, people bust their ass for years just to get into the Olympics. That's how dedicated and focused that they have to stay mentally and physically to get into this this spectacular event that happens every what is it eight years four years four every years four years four years yeah technically eight and, years summer yeah. to summer olympics yeah. yeah yeah and me me as a person to watch the olympics to see these people do it is fascinating especially the like the open ceremony, that the ending ceremony, all the fireworks and all that, the dance and all that. That's just the the production for the Olympics is crazy. And you mean and you're telling me that you're gonna add virtual gaming to the Olympics? No, this this can't work. I'm I'm not for it. I'm sorry. As much as I love Grand Turismo, nah, this can't slide. <laughs> this, this 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 can't work. No, nah, nah. So that's a no for me. Okay, Ernest. <laughs> um I mean I like esports and I, I probably don't hate I hate this this situation as much as uh as, as here, here, <laughs> but I don't think like I don't think the Olympics needs to have esports nor does the esports need to be in the the Olympics. I think esports is doing pretty well for itself, you know, on its own and you know like the people that want to watch esports will just go watch the streams and the leagues for the you know respective games that they they want to watch you know i don't think there's that much that much benefit for either side uh especially with you know given how i've seen other sort of kind of similar feeling situations where they shoe it shoehorn in kind of like when you have say the oscars which are you know happening tonight when we're recording this later oh, today yeah. uh yeah Hello, um, when they kind of you know they shoehorn in segments or just include some nominees just to you know get viewership but not to really take them seriously um or you know have them as like actual like considering them as like serious contenders um and you know it can it can actually have like backlash if it's not treat like if they do add esports and they don't do a good job with it then people who are esports fans will just you know they're not going to be happy no one no one's going to end up happy something that we saw was i think it was the grammys uh you know several number of weeks ago where they had bts and they had them nominated and they had them perform but they didn't even have them have as much of a presence as when as as much as I think CBS was advertising them to be. They were just trying to get the the cake pop stand viewership, and that's kind of like what I feel it, it would happen 
with like esports being included in events like Olympics. That it's just kind of there for the money and like the attention, but like it would just not be taken, uh, you know, given the kind of attention and care it needs for the the fans who are actually the ones who are going to care to to watch it. So I I, I don't think it'll you know it, it's a great idea. You know they can try it, but yeah, it's it's weird. And the other thing I have with 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 uh you know esports is Gran Turismo is is one of the I guess kind of the more accessible ones in terms of the newcomer like coming in and watching it. They can understand it because it's just a race. But so many other esports, there's there's a lot of rules that you need to learn. And I think the Olympics, a lot of those sports, they're they're pretty easy to understand. You can, you know, watch and you listen to the commentators, and it's really easy to pick up and understand what's going on and how you know how it works. And then for a lot of video games, especially like a number of esports ones, it's hard. You know, you, you show someone say like a League of Legends match, they're that's never like followed or played it. They're not going to know what's really going on. So mm-hmm. I think that there's that. Well, yeah, but the comment should be like, okay, they're zoning. Okay, <laughs> they're, go- they're yeah, going like- down mid lane. <laughs> Yeah, your average um, Joe's gonna be like, "What? What? What does this mean? I don't understand what's going on." There's just a lot of, you know, particle <laughs> effects going on and just like flashes and fire. I've got that Loki so. speeding. <laughs> and and to your point too, Ernest, like you brought up a good point about like people watching it, right, and mm-hmm. not understanding it. Like they, we've had games on TV before. You know, obviously right. you had G four, um, yeah. that went under. Now it's coming back, uh, but. Uh, ESPN had games as well. They had esports that they showed. Uh, I don't remember at what time it was, but it was Spike TV also did it. They showed stuff mm-hmm. like League of Legends. MLG used to broadcast on like cable TV, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to know what those numbers are because they're not showing those shows anymore. So clearly, it wasn't very popular. Um. So if you have it during the Olympics, like if I'm, you know, a fan of sports and stuff. And I turn on the Olympics and I turn on, you know, NBC or whatever. And instead Mm. of track and field, for example, I'm watching track and field on the NES instead where people are mashing (laughs) two buttons. I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) I'd be really hyped for that more than anything. I I would, I personally would watch that more than track and field. (laughs) I'm sorry, but track and field is painful because it takes a lot of effort. But have you ever played an NES track and field game? I'm sorry. I have. And After, it's one of the most rage-inducing you know, games, then your fingers are and broken, painful. your controller is dead. That's a stamina <laughs> game right there. <laughs> if that was the Olympic sport, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, but I my don't point is, original, but if I had to think Gran Turismo in that track and field, I'd pick that track and field any day. That's good for you, Ben. But I would I personally it... be like, what the hell is this? I want to see people actually running as fast as they can, not seeing people press buttons as fast as they can. Yeah. Well, that's why I said I'd mm. rather the original still. But if I had a choice between the Gran Turismo and track and field, I'd go for the track and field. But the original track and field would be more important with real people than virtual. Plus, it's also going to come down to the fact, like, lag issues. You know, <laughs> what if my controller is, like, a half a second lagging compared to yours? You know, all that is going to come into play if you lose or not. Mm-hmm. Then you can't really blame the person you have to blame the equipment at least in the actual olympic sport you can blame the person you know their weight gave out or they they're physically 
not faster than the other person, you know? Mm, now you're just going to blame the equipment instead. I <laughs> mean, you can I still guess... blame the equipment in some Olympic sports. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah. Yeah. But they do their best to make sure it's 100% accurate. But in this, oh, yeah. who knows what's going to happen, especially if you're playing Gran Turismo. Like, they're all going to play on <laughs> one screen with tiny little screens. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, if you're going to have Smash Brothers in the Olympics, one guy comes in with the GameCube controller, the other guy comes in with the Switch controller, and he the Switch controller guy loses, and he blames it on the guy with the GameCube controller. Because <laughs> his is faster, it's connected, whereas mine is wireless. What is this bullshit? Or if they're melee players, they'll complain that you're using flat panel TVs and not CRTs. <laughs> <laughs> they are so picky about that. I get it, but still. Yeah, I come in with my arcade stick in Tekken 7, and I, the other guy comes in with this controller. Right? <laughs> my Gary controller's wins. battery died. What the hell is going on in the middle of the fight? <laughs> uh, uh, you get a trophy and it distracts you. <laughs> just pops up on the guy's screen on the left hand side and he gets screwed over you can't see it. <laughs> trophy unlocked it crashed damn it but anyways uh, like if the olympics want to have esports then they can branch out and have their own esports yeah. the olympics esports like they have you know the um special olympics which is obviously separate from normal olympics they don't have uh-huh. the paralympics athletes with the regular olympic athletes um they can branch out you know the olympics version of esports if they want to do that um but to have it part of the actual olympics that's that's a no-no man in my opinion yeah yep because you're always going to see you're always going to see the same athlete like at least in these (laughs) you'll probably see the same athletes from maybe three four olympics at most with this, you're going to see, you know, Sonic or whatever his uh, Sonic Fox, I think his name is, the fighting guy. Oh, yeah, Sonic um, Fox. He's, yeah, he's going to be in every goddamn event up until he's like 40 years old. It took me a, it took me a second there to remember Sonic longer. Fox because you said Sonic and that Fox guy. I'm like, Tails? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Point, you know, with esports, you see, uh, especially fighting game community, you see a lot of the same, you know, familiar names and faces Sonic Fox, you know, M- you know, Mango and then like Daigo, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all these, yeah, a lot of the same, same sort of mm-hmm. match players. So, yeah, remember the time when I was in the fighters tournament? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, it was. When Dragon Ball Fighters first launched, there was like a press event. Oh it? yeah, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. And they were like recording and like setting up this whole tournament. First, yeah, you know, they're like, "Oh, chili enter." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" First round, the person had left already, so I won by default. The second opponent was a little child, so I, I felt bad, but I beat them. I even gave, I even spent. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I even spent like the, the the second round just teaching him how to play. I just it's like this is how I do the attacks. It's like, why did you bring a child to this press event? I feel bad. Um and then the next <laughs> opponent was a actual like tournament scene player who bought his own like um uh what's your arcade stick to the event. I'm like, why? It's a press event. No not no one else has bought an arcade stick, but okay, good good work. 
And he, he, he didn't even have to look at me. He was just looking away, talking to his friend while kicking my ass. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind. I still felt bad for people. I didn't even deserve going that far. I only got that far because I had someone that didn't turn up and a kid. So <laughs> I even got to sell the stage for it. So it was like, yay, thanks. Thanks, Namco Bandai. Um, and then the PR person left the company. <laughs> Yeah, we just saw child abuse. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> one of only two tournaments I've ever bothered with, and the other one, I again, I felt like cheating. Um, remember PlayStation All Stars? Remember? Yes. That's still kind of an active <laughs> game. <laughs> well, um, it was like a launch tournament for the game at Eurogamer Expo. But the thing is, though, uh, back in the day, I was like a closed beta tester for Sony. So anything oh, that had like... the fighting game. I was thinking about the car combat one. Yeah, Sorry. the fighting game. Like Anytime that. there was like a beta <laughs> test for the fighting game, um, you know, I was testing it. So Eurogamer Expo, where they're having like a launch party so people could try it out for the first time and they're like holding a tournament for it. I'm like, no, I can't enter. I've got unfair advantage. They're so like, well, we don't have enough people. Like, no, I can't. Ended up winning because, you know... I'd been playing it for like a month and a half versus everyone else who just picked up the controller. I'm like, yay. Not very satisfying. Yay. I'm mistaken. I've got a little Kratos figure for doing it. Yay. (laughs) Hey, that's that's probably right now. I was sold on that game. I was sold on that game the moment I saw Nathan Drake materialize a wall and then push it on someone as an attack. Yes. <laughs> anyway, enough yeah. about sport Olympic sports, I guess. We should go over to Well actually we talk about All Stars. Destruction All Stars season one deal is coming out soon. Um we get the photo mode. Ernest, have you tried All I haven't tried it yet, but have you tried it yet? I no, I haven't actually. Uh you Me know, either. I have it on my library, so um I I haven't heard particularly great things about the game though. <laughs> so that's why I've kind of been putting it off, uh, you know, trying it out. Um, Alfonso? Yeah, me either. I haven't. I mean, I yeah, downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. So I mean, I haven't even downloaded it. I grabbed it because, you know, free game on PlayStation Plus, grab all your free games, but no. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta. Yeah. Gary? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I haven't tried it yet. I've just been... <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been enjoying my husbandos and waifus in Genshin too much, man. I don't have time uh, for that. I really want to go back Genshin. to Genshin. <laughs> I have, I have, I. You know, I've been really. I've got that Google Play credit thing. Mm-hmm. And I have like thirty quid worth of Google Play credits for Genshin. I could use if I wanted. I've. I've I'm very tempted to go back in the game and just start new new account well, on hey, PS5. Next week, man, three more days, you get a housing yeah. system, so you can just do that the whole uh, time. I like my house in 14, so I kind of want to move over to Genshin because of housing. Oh, yeah. I really have it. How is the How, how does the housing system work? I brought up Genshin Impact, but how does it work? I want to know. Um. Yeah. So, essentially, they have three different worlds. Um, you can choose which one, Mondstadt, Leeway, or some tropical island. Um, you go into that virtual space. 
Um, and then you essentially just start with a house if you want to, um, or a shack, whatever you want. And then you can build it up almost into an entire city. Um, you can essentially build your own little town of whatever the hell you want. Um, you obviously, you find blueprints in the world for doing random tasks, fighting different enemies. They drop stuff. Um, you obviously use the materials from the world, uh, like iron ore and whatever other stuff you find. Um, and then you just build those based on the blueprints that you find. And then place them however you want, rotate them, do whatever you want. You can if get I... dogs and cats in your town, in your house. If I start a new account on Genshin Impact, will you help me? I would do whatever you want me to help you with. Yay! Just because the PS5 version is coming out as well natively. Yeah. That's why I, I, yeah. I think I might start a new account on the PS5 version because I didn't have anything on the PC version anyway. I didn't have any mm -hmm. like high star units, so I never pulled mm -hmm. a five star anything. So yeah, I'll definitely uh, help you, man. Yay! Um, and talk about housing and stuff again. Sorry about for more fancy stuff, but that's why I'm excited for Endwalker. Uh, I don't know if anyone heard about Island Sanctuary. I have not. Nope. Mm. Uh, Endwalker, the new expansion for Fantasy XIV, will have um, Island Sanctuary where you'll be able to grow your, have your own farm and put your minions there and like have a little. It's basically just like a farming simulator they're adding to fourteen, and I, I kind Perfect. of, I kind of want it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just want to have my character retire in his little island house. Um, so yeah, for more 40 stuff, by the way, go check out my Twitch channel, Moogle Go Around Radio. We've actually just celebrated five years of streaming slash podcasting on that. So go check out Moogle Go Around Radio, Twitch.tv, so Moogle Go Around Radio. Uh, also remember, all these news articles came from PSU.com, so go check out PSU.com over Um So thank you again for the website, wonderful website. I'm happy I've been part of it for nine years, <sighs> nearly 10 years. Uh, uh, I guess we'll continue with our sports with MBL The Show 21 now runs better on PS5 uh, it runs better on PS5 than Xbox shows a clear frame rate advantage I mean I don't care that much but I had to bring this up because I thought might as well it was there I saw it with my eyeballs Ernest um, I guess it's uh, a yeah. little win uh, for MLB fans on PlayStation. I know there's been a number of people kind of salty about it also being on Xbox and then it's got also being 0.5 user score on Metacritic. <laughs> wow. You know, it also being included day one on Xbox Game Pass and yeah. that whole debacle. Well, uh, actually, on that one, um, Sony released a statement saying the Game Pass thing wasn't their decision. That was MLB's decision. They had well, nothing yeah. to do with it. I mean, Sony's not bringing really like Microsoft. Yeah. Here, have a MLB. <laughs> right. Also, have Game Pass. Right. I did I didn't hear that. It was MLB's decision. Yeah. But, you know, people are still going to be angry. Yeah. People just like to be angry about little things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I guess it shouldn't be a surprise, given that I'm sure PS5 was most likely the lead platform. Oh, yeah, it's a Sony-made game. game. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so 
they've been working yeah. with Sony hardware forever, so they know right. they know what makes it tick. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see this article on our website at all. Um, at least I didn't see after off the first page. Maybe I could have found it like if I looked for. It. Um, did you hear that PlayStation Home has um, supposedly been renewed for licensing? Now this could be that they just wanted to keep it, you know, the license to themselves, or it could be that they care. They, they there might be another. What do you think? Do you think we're going to get another PS Home, Ernest? I doubt it. Um, I think it's just more of a case where they just want to keep. You know, keep the the trademarks theirs. You know, just in case. You know, and, and the fact that the the name includes PlayStation in it, they just want to you know have all of that, all their trademarks and, and licenses just renewed, and you know ownership but of them. You'd never know with the rise of VR chat on PC. You know, Me, yeah, I guess that thing. would be interesting for PSVR too. <laughs> I, I feel like PS Home would have been great with the last year of lockdown. You would have been able to mm-hmm. done virtual experiences without mm-hmm. having to go outside. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So, but yeah, Alfonso. Uh, I, I enjoyed Home when it when you know it was out, and do I miss it? Not really, because I didn't use it that much. Do I see it coming back? It's a possibility because with Sony, they they you know they say stuff, they do stuff, they take away stuff, they bring stuff back. So yeah, it's a possibility. Um, if it does come back, would I use it? If they improve it, you know, refine it, make it better, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, Gary, any any thoughts? Um, if they bring it back, um. I see it being brought back as like a hub space for VR too, mm-hmm. um, where you can group up with other people in VR to play multiplayer games in like a hub space. Um, I could see them potentially making it like a free game, kind of like Astro's Playroom is with the PS5, where it's just pre-installed somehow on the headset, and you can just go in and. Hey, let's check out all these cool features of VR too. Like it'll be like a showcase of the VR oh, too. Oh, probably just come um, with like a B- Blu-ray disc. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I could mm. see something like that, where people can just walk around, see how VR two works and looks with the with the goggles and all that stuff. Um. But I don't see it being this massive social world like the original Home was supposed to be. So, yeah, I don't think see that, but okay, I'm going to tie it in with a f- another article I brought up that Gary kind of talked about in the, months ago on the podcast. So if, you, if you've been <laughs> listening to the You're podcast welcome. at all, um, you might have heard this months ago. Um, uh, they, there's a t- trial going around in Poland for the vid- video pass. Um, now, mm-hmm. I now we can't go out for the cinemas right now, at least in the UK. I don't. I, I think you can in America. Um, yes, we can. But Imagine if for P- PS Home, V2, whatever it's going to be called, they'll have virtual cinemas where you can sit in there with VR with your friends and watch PS um, Plus video movies. Because th- there's no real licensing issue there because you, you, you get the videos with the, with the subscription anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, 
would you would you do that alfonso would you sit in ps home with your vr system with your mates and watch a movie in psvr if it you know say because i think that was one of the if that's if it's integrated like that then i would I, I I really would. To be honest, right now the only person I go to the movies with, with is Shannon. So <laughs> to do it at home, it it first of all it just makes it easier because I don't have to go out like to travel. And I know this is this will be easier for you, Ben, because of your travel oh, yeah. route uh, to get to the theaters anyway. So yeah, Ernest, for people who know, has Ernest, you want to know my travel uh, route to the nearest cinema? How what, where is your your <laughs> Your nearest well, unless I want the murder cinema in my town, I have to grab a train, a bus, and a walk. It's about just under two hours travel. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That is like a day trip. It is a <laughs> to day go trip. see a movie. Wow. So, I like the current state of affairs with movies. It might be more expensive for some people, but for me, it's like... Twenty pounds for Wait. a movie? <laughs> uh, that's it's so much cheaper. Carry on, Alfonso. Sorry. No, I'm saying for so for people who have you know these ridiculous child rules like Ben, then yeah, this is this is a perfect solution for those type of people. But um, yeah, it's something I would try. Yeah. Uh, Gary. Um, maybe. I would still rather go to the movie theater. Uh, like, what's the point of me putting on my headset and sitting in a virtual theater with my friends who I can't even talk to during the movie? I guess I'll be able to talk to them now because we're virtual, but without interrupting other people, I should say. Um, but I just, like, maybe? Like, I can watch movies now on my VR headset. Um... I don't know, like, to me, it's not something I would care to to do. Um, I'd rather just watch it on my TV, in all honesty. <laughs> if I want the movie theater experience, I'd just go to the theater. <laughs> I decided to share my pictures of the cinema to Ernest in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> would you like Very... to go there, Ernest? <laughs> <laughs> Very local. <laughs> Very homey. <laughs> Is it just a one screen? Theater? Yeah, it's just the one screen. Okay. It's a one yeah. screen theater. Okay. Yeah. You think that, that they've just upgraded to 1080p last year? They were 720. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on up. Yeah. Uh, 10 more years till we get that sweet, sweet 4K. Um, anyway. Anyone else got any thoughts about the video pass? Well, the video pass yeah, uh, as a separate as thing. Well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sony branching out, in my opinion. Um, you know, if they want to do their own stream. Like, the, the only thing that concerns me with this is obviously I don't have a Polish PSN account, so I can't download it and check it out. And I haven't seen any videos come out of it yet. Um, but. I'm hoping this is not like Crackle, <laughs> where it's just like <laughs> ads every 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Crackle is. But they are. Um, but um, what's it called? 
Oh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Ugh. Anyways, yeah. Um, hope it's not like Crackle. Um, I know. I think they said they're offering like thirty movies right off the bat, and then there's gonna be like three movies added every month, kind of like PS Plus adds three games every month. Um, but they are fairly new movies. I know we got Venom in there and a couple other ones uh, from Sony Pictures. Um, but if this is gonna be value to add to Plus, um, I'm okay with that. Uh, give me free movies. I'm. I'm I won't complain about that. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of all I wanted to say about that. Uh, I do wonder if the price of Plus will go up or if it will stay the same. I'm not sure. Uh, I think it will stay the same, though. Yeah, I get the feeling it will stay the same. And, yeah, it's just an, one you know additional benefit added to, to Plus to really... Push mm-hmm. those subscriptions and you know, entice people to to subscribe and and stay subscribed. So, then since PS Five launched, Sony has been killing it with the PS Plus games. Yeah, um, yeah. offering mm-hmm. some really mm-hmm. high profile AAA games. Um, and even without Plus, they're also doing the Play at Home games as well. That initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah, Play at Home has been great. Yeah, yeah. So they're clearly. I don't know if this is their idea of combating game pass like oh you can rent games over there but here we'll give them to you for free um that's obviously a different conversation but i hope it's not their version of trying to combat game pass i hope they have something else planned but i'm not going to say no to getting 10 free games a month at this point so Mm -hmm. well it's even better than game pass in a way i know game pass has more more recent games but Game Pass costs a monthly fee. With Play at Home, it's completely free. So, mm-hmm. and permanent, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't lose them. It's right. Just, you no. don't have yeah, to have an active subscription. You just get them, which is much better than renting to renting them, really, is how I view Game Pass. You don't right. own them, you're renting them. Um, mm-hmm. um, oh, I, was, I had something in my mind for a second there, but now it's completely gone out of my head. Uh, has anyone got anything they want to talk about before we start wrapping up? There's a lot to talk about, Ben. What are you doing? I mean, Sony makes weeks. indecisive decisions. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. okay. oh, that was Sony it. what? Indecisive decisions. <laughs> okay. Indecisive well, decisions. Ernest has also... a lot to say about this. There... <laughs> 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 I, I, uh, yeah, let's, let's yeah, talk I... about it. Yeah, so Sony has backpedaled in their decision to close the PSP. Uh, one second, one second, one second. You okay. say about indecisive decisions made me remember what I was going to say just a minute ago. Um, I find it weird this video service exists now because um, they showed off some Sony titles, which is fair, but Netflix is getting that exclusivity, aren't they, for a while for new movies? And then yeah, Disney yeah. Plus is also getting after that so it's kind of weird that they've got this movie service when they've signed a contract with both netflix and disney plus for future titles well i think the disney plus one is just the marvel stuff that they'll be getting that's a lot Um, of the hyped sony movies that people want to see 
Yeah, the the Netflix deal is um, brand new movies coming to Netflix after they finished their theater run. I mean, um, it... so essentially, it's the same deal as when the DVD or Blu-ray comes out, which is yeah. when the movie finishes its theatrical run. So you'll, just, you'll you'll yeah. you'll get essentially the next Spider-Man movie on Netflix six months after it comes out. Yeah, but when does it when is it able to hit this service then? I I'm pretty sure Sony will do it the day it comes out on theaters. That's how like how HBO Max is doing it. I mean, as Sony lives in England, that would be nice because we don't have HBO Max. How we don't? Well, even that's have the a thing re- we don't. We don't really know what the service is. Is it like PlayStation Plus where, okay, go download this movie and watch it whenever you want? Or is it a streaming thing? Yeah. Um, that's the thing we don't know. And they're not offering brand new movies here. They're offering yeah. movies that came out at least three, four years ago. Uh, that's why I oh. wanted to bring up because it's very very confusing with all the different licenses they've had recently. Yeah, license deals they've done recently with movies. So, yeah. um, Anyway, Carry on, Gary, about the PlayStation yes. 3 and 4. So and Sony Vita. has decided not to close the PlayStation 3 and Vita stores. The PSP store is still going to be closing. But those two are not. Um, obviously, we don't know what the big reason, the real reason is. You know, They said that it's because of the feedback that they got. Um, Tim, when I talked to him, said it's because they made so much money on it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I know no. you have a lot to say on it, Ernest. You've been kind of vocal, um, yeah. <laughs> messenger with us there. Uh, so tell us, like, your thoughts on the whole thing and their decision to uh, keep it around. I I do think it's largely, uh, you know, it's it's a PR, <laughs> you know, it's a PR reaction. <laughs> it was. It was hot news everywhere, you know, and and people were upset over those stores being closed and, you know, a number of games that are going to just be kind of lost or very hard to come by. Uh, You know, I saw prices of certain games just skyrocket, you know, and I was talking Mm -hmm. with some other friends and they were, you know, looking up what the prices of some of their physical PS3 games were going for and they they were just just going you know up and up and just hitting triple digits and stuff so yeah i think it was just a big it was just they they had to react you know it was just such bad bad pr especially when their competitor x mike you know microsoft on xbox still keeps you know the store open for purchasing original xbox xbox 360 games from those same sort of generations um it's i i'm not pleased with sony playstation's you know leadership direction or you know at times lack thereof you know it seems or some some of their choices seem a little you know anti-consumer or counterintuitive to to maintaining really good you know relations with their their fans it's it's just been really really frustrating but i'm glad at least for now that those stores are are uh sticking around for a little bit longer at least mm. uh yeah so for me um i'm happy that the vita store is sticking around mm-hmm. um 
I feel like that's a little more um recent. Not recent. Uh it's more closed off, I guess you can say. Like these are games you can it's like one specific system, right? Um mm-hmm. and you can only get those games on that one system. Uh whereas the PS3 um I think most people are more angry about the PS3 store closing because yeah. they're losing the ability or the chance to buy not PS3 games in particular, but I think the loss of PS2 and PS1 classics. Um, those are pretty, yeah, those are certainly very big. Yes. yes. Um, and I think that's more of where I think the anger came from. Um, okay. Personally, like if you really mm. look at the PS3 store, um, Obviously, yeah, it has a lot of digital games on there, but those games are also physically, and they can probably get a lot of those, I would say probably 80% of those games cheaper physically than they can through the PSN store. Um, but if like, I always have to see it through, uh, not always, but I want to see it through the company's point of view sometimes. And... I always see it for them kind of the way Nintendo always saw it where, you know, Nintendo doesn't really have the virtual console anymore, but yet the switch is still selling better than anything they've ever produced. It's sell better than the PS4. It's selling better than the PS5 and it doesn't have those legacy titles, you know? But yeah. It has their own virtual free games. One where they give you NES games, uh, and some SNES ones, but they don't have the big catalog library of games that we know Nintendo has. Um, but it's not hurting them. But people think that this is going to hurt Sony, and I see Sony believing that, look, we have the PS3 store, we pay a certain amount of money to keep the store open for people to buy stuff, and we're not getting any money back from keeping it open. They're essentially bleeding money from keeping the stores open. Um, is that not what again, I said last week? Yeah, that is what you said last week. Mm-hmm. Then, and of course, I don't know how much it costs for them to keep it open. Right, um, that's kind of the the question mark is how much does it cost for them to keep keep it running, or just maybe not even. I think it come it can also come down to not even just how much it costs to keep it open, but just you know how much of a kind of like hurdle or annoyance it causes for in terms of just running the infrastructure and like the mm-hmm. server side of things. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, the whole, like the PlayStation store system, you know, that I think, I, I do think that maybe one of the reasons why they were planning on getting, getting rid of it is so they could up, you know, kind of upgrade the PlayStation store you know, infrastructure as a whole, you know, mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. Because the the Vita store and the PS3 store are based on that like really old, you know, infrastructure and systems, that it it it's kind of an extra thing that they have to take care of and make sure you know still clicks and works with you know your PlayStation accounts and so on. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So to 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 me, it's just obviously how much is it costing them to keep it open. Um, mm-hmm. And if the price is worth it, and clearly, I I honestly don't think the price is worth it because I don't know how many people are still playing on their PS3 or going and buying games on it. I know there's obviously a lot of 
uh, third world countries where they can't get a PS4 or PS5. It's not even available in some countries still, the PS5 at least. Um, mm-hmm. So obviously they're still probably playing on the PS3, and I could see them being very upset because they don't have mm-hmm. access to the newer systems, and I understand that. Um, but again, like I just have to see it from the company's standpoint. Like if we're just bleeding money here, why keep it around? So, like, I'm happy that they decided to keep it open. I don't know for how long they decided to keep it open or if it's just going to be a permanent thing. Um, but I feel like in this situation, I feel like the Vita would have hurt more because the Vita, you can only play those games on the Vita. Um, mm-hmm. Once that store is gone, those games are gone. I also think that a lot of people didn't really read into the information that Sony released on their blog about the closure of the stores. I feel like it was kind of also bad communication on Sony's part where I think people assumed that the closure of the PSN store on PS3 and Vita means that they will not be able to download their games anymore on those systems. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, They're closing the store so you can't buy anything anymore but everything that you already bought, you can still download and play. Um, and I think that just wasn't communicated very well. And I think a lot of people assumed that if they're closing the store, they're shutting down the servers and I can't download any of the games that I bought. Yeah, I think that, that there were a, yeah. you know, a lot of people that uh, just assumed that for sure. Yeah, I and if that would have been the case... Sony probably would have been bankrupt within a year because the losses they would have gotten from that would have yeah. been insane. <laughs> I will and say, course, I, the, I blame the YouTubers for that more than anything. There are so oh, many clickbaity titles on YouTube about this. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, YouTube scene loves drama, so yes. Oh, yeah. And, and it went from of, that well, drama course, to the drama and to... Uh, yeah, oh, and it would have been one of those things where the conversation would have come up where do I really own any of my digital content if the server is shut down? And I think this kind of goes into it. Like, I don't think Sony is stupid enough to shut down the servers and not let you download the games you already bought because this is where the lawsuits would have come in. And you would have had a Mm -hmm. big courtroom battle of do I really own my digital content? And that would have trickled into everything, movies, music, everything. Yeah, well, just, you talk about that, but right now, um, supposedly Apple is facing a lawsuit over the buy button on the iTunes store. Um, yeah, they're being sued over what digital um, uh, ownership really means. Mm-hmm. So, it'd be interesting yeah, to see is, how this goes, is, because that'll affect all of the other stores. Yeah, and it is a fear. It's a huge fear that I think everybody should have, like... If Sony goes under, what happens to those servers? You they're, know, they're gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and you won't be able to download your stuff. That's it. Well, you're not going to sue them. Right. They don't have any money. They're they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like the people who uh, who really bought into the Ouya. You remember that yep. little console? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's gone. Like it's useless. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you, you, all that stuff is lost, and the the whole. The whole concept, the whole you know way that the digital stores work is there needs to be consumer confidence, 
and trust that their stuff is going to last them, you know, be able to be accessed for their their lifetime. That's that's why you know people trust you know Steam for their PC games, mm-hmm. and you know that the piece for PC gamers that they they don't bat an eye. And they that that whole scene is just it's digital, you know. Who like who buys a, a physical game for for PC? So there's enough confidence there, and there has just been enough of a reliable track record with companies like Steam and and the other digital marketplaces that people yeah. know that okay, I'm gonna have my games, you know, for for years to come. But you have, you know, even yeah, if you have one of the big console manufacturers have their just completely go out and have their their stores go it's just it's gonna affect the other you know uh, you know the other competing console manufacturers and just the whole consumer confidence in the system just will plummet it'll just crash you know really yeah exactly and we saw it with some coming like ultraviolet <clears throat> those digital ultraviolet movies it was a sony oh, yeah. thing oh, that yeah, went under yeah. and people were like what's happening to my movies luckily they're able to migrate what you had to a different mm-hmm. server i think it's like voodoo or something like that voodoo right yeah. yes yeah. yeah but that is a thing that you really had to be careful with yeah it is a touchy subject that it's gonna take. I still think it's gonna take years before we decide if we what what what's gonna happen. Um, so yeah. Yeah, like I, I said, I I see I see Sony kind of going the Nintendo route at this point. Yeah, I do want my PS2 games. I do want my PS1 games. But if I wanted them that badly, I would have bought them by now. I wouldn't have waited until the store was closing and then complained that I can't get them anymore. The easiest and best solution for that really <laughs> is to throw them on PS now. It is, and I still believe, and I've said this for a very long time, I firmly believe we're going to get a huge upgrade to PlayStation Now that is going to see PS1 and PS2 classics. This is why I believe they're closing down the stores. I think Sony's gearing up to re-announce PlayStation Now as a much bigger service than it is now. And Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if we got PSP and Vita games on there as well. I also believe, like I said, I think two weeks ago or last week, that the PlayStation TV was a test of seeing how those handheld games will run on a TV mm-hmm. and what problems mm-hmm. they would be running into. Because mm. why, why release the PlayStation TV when you are essentially killed the system that's supposed to help it? <laughs> You're done with the system. Why release the PlayStation TV? Yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this week's episode of PlayStation Unchained. I know there's a load of articles, but we've got next week to talk about them. So we don't just talk about everything now. Who knows when there's going to be another dry week. Because, uh, you know, we're still leading up to E3 and all that lot. Um, so, Ernest, have you got any shout outs and how can they contact you? Uh, just hello to, I don't know, my family. And friends, <laughs> and uh, you can follow me on Twitter and pretty much any other social media at Ernie Chan, E R N I I C H A N, and 
yeah, it's just it's been awesome being able to talk about games with you guys. Thank you for joining us. It's been too long. Hopefully, we can have you on before been. like three years from now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, Alfonso, have you got any shout outs? And how can they contact you? Shout out to you guys, to all the listeners, to all the followers. I always mention this. Anytime we have a guest that hasn't been on for a while, when we have more than three people, the podcast is even more fun. And because of we have another opinion, another person's opinion and thoughts on the topics that we're discussing, it makes the podcast longer. It makes it more interesting. So I thank you, Ernest, for joining us this week. Hopefully oh, you, you can be on <laughs> more, you know, more quicker than the last time you've been on. <laughs> and this goes out to our others, you know, um, Ed, Chris, Mike, Tim, um, Ed, et cetera, et cetera. Please join us because it just makes the podcast more fun. Um, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at AliShan7. Uh, Gary. Yeah, shout out to you guys as always. Thanks for having me on. It's always fun. Ernest, it's so great to hear your voice again. I forgot what it sounded right. So when you came on, I was like, that's not Ernest. That's, <laughs> that's not him. That's a oh, lie. Who's, who's this guy? <laughs> so it's great to have you back on. I know you're in Japan and time difference is wonky mm-hmm. all the time yeah. between us. Um, but it's great to hear you once again and talk to you. Same to um, you. Same to all of you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So shout out to the listeners as always. And you can reach me at Gagalush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H on Twitter. Okay. As, as everyone said, thank you so much again, Ernest, for joining us. It's been lovely to chat with you. Thank you to everyone that listens. Um, you can find me at MG underscore Chili. Uh, we'll be back next week with more PlayStation Unchained and the anime podcast. So make sure you get ready for those. Um, so until then, thank you everyone and goodbye. Bye.